We're back. After a two-week sabbatical, the show is back. Luke's back. That's me. Sean's back. That's Sean. We're talking the NBA Finals, the NHL Championship, Stanley Cup Finals, whatever the hell they're called. I don't follow hockey. And some movies and some crazy work stories. And how long would you wait for a ride at Universal Studios? You think about that because the episode's about to start right now. You're listening to the Unemployed Guys podcast. Welcome to today's episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast. That's right. It's Friday, June 14th, 2019. We took a week off and we really didn't explain why, but we'll get to that in a second. You're listening, as I said just a couple seconds ago, to the Unemployed Guys podcast. My name is Luke Jaconis. I'm one half of the show. The other half is sitting right across from me at the table. He's wearing a backwards hat because he's cool, and he was born in the late 80s, early 90s, I think. Who knows? 1990. 1990. Awesome. Right on the dot. The year Goodfellas came out. That was Sean Allen Young. Hey, Sean. How are you? Hi, guys. Welcome back. Uh, it's it's uh, It's been a bit. Been a, it's been a it's week. It's been a bit. We, well, actually... Without any warning. Almost two weeks. Almost we know. two weeks. Almost two weeks. Yeah. We know, we, and uh, we, we, we don't care uh, because <laughs> you, we know you're going to listen. We know you guys are going to be here. We know you're going to be here for us. Honestly, there's no big secret as there wasn't anything going on. It was just kind of one of those things. I was out of town one weekend. Um, and then, and then Tom it was, and I were going to do, do an episode. episode and then it was like, and then, ah, forget it. Yeah. And then we were going to do one this past Monday. And then we were just kind of like, ah, forget it. And then we were going to, we were talking about just uploading Tuesday and Wednesday. And then we just once again kind of said, forget it. Let's just get to Friday. We, Case in point, we got lazy. We took a couple weeks off. And now we're back. Kind of. Because, Sean, we have some news for our listeners, don't we? I've recently decided that I'm going to die. Oh, good for you. How, how, uh, what's the cause? If you don't mind um, me asking. I haven't really decided yet. I, I, like, I just kind of go in my room and just, hmm, what could it be today? Oh, so it's going to be, it's going to be a natural cause. No, it's going to be a surprise to me. Oh, good. Yeah, I just have that feeling. Good. I want to go out uh, Bruce Willis, Armageddon style, saving the world. We win, Gracie. Man, 4th of July is coming, and you best (laughs) believe I'll be watching some Armageddon. I'm actually a little disappointed in myself. I watched it so much in April when I bought the Blu-ray, because once Netflix kicked it off their queue or whatever, their their lists, I forced my hand to actually buy it. And I watched it like three times, honestly. I I watched it one day with Tom, the ending, and then the next day he came into the living room, I'd start it again. I love that movie. I know why. It's a guilty pleasure. It's a guilty pleasure. Before, I could talk about Armageddon all day, and I will. Just believe me. That's what this whole episode's going to be about. But I, we did uh, mention just a moment ago about coming back, kind of, or yeah. back, kind of. Yes. And that kind of is as follows. Uh, Sean and myself have decided that for the summer, since it's summertime, the weather is kind of getting better in Chicago. Yeah. I don't know. It's like a moody teenager. Yeah. Who knows what, who knows what yeah. you're going to get. Uh, yeah. We are going to be... Going from two episodes a week down to one. To five. Down to, we're going we're gonna to take a break and go to five. Five episodes no. a week, Monday through Friday. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not yet. Someday. We'll see. Uh, we are, for real though, going to be taking a small little step back 
just in terms of the episodes. We're not we're not all you know outright just be like we're done. We're taking no, no, no. A, a couple months off. We don't want to do that. No, we're we not. We still want to keep doing it. We're not, not done. Even if you guys are wishing we're done, well, too bad. We're still here. We're at, this is our fifty eighth episode. Yeah, fifty episodes we've done this thing. I'm, it's pretty awesome. Uh, so you can expect episodes to be dropping now. I think we agreed Mondays. Mondays are going to yeah. be the episode drop days. As always, things could change. We might get creative one day and say, hey, let's do an episode on Friday. Who knows? We're, we're not going to set any super strict guidelines or rules. We just want to make everybody aware that for the summer, for the next couple of months, let's you know maybe give a soft date to sometime in August. Just expect one episode per week. We're busy. It's summer. We want to enjoy ourselves. Also want to keep the show as fresh as we can. And uh, Which is why... We're going to make our episodes a bit longer on yeah. those ep- on those Mondays. Yeah, I mean, so we're gonna we're gonna actually do some homework, little homework. Um, we we we're, we're also kind of going back to our our first few episodes. We've yeah. got the rundown list because, believe it or not, in case you guys uh, and gals may not have been able to tell from the past like forty five to fifty episodes, we've been pretty much bullshitting it all on the spot, which has been great because we've gotten some really organic and just fun conversations. And yeah, there might have been a couple episodes there when we're kind of umming and eyeing, trying to figure out stuff to talk about. So we're trying, we're going to try to get the best of both worlds, yeah. to quote Hannah Montana, okay. and we're going to really? try. Yeah, that's from her. You get the best of both yeah, worlds. She's not known for that, right? That's I, honestly when I've heard every time I think if someone says, "Yeah, get the best of both worlds," I definitely think of Hannah Montana. I wonder where that came from. I'm going to look it up. It was Keep from going. Hannah, Hannah Montana. No, that's what it's from. So yeah, no, no. that's it. That's kind of our big announcement. Uh, there was nothing more into our little two weeks off that we took other than the fact we were just being kind of lazy and a little bit busy, but mainly lazy. And we are here to say that we're sticking around for the summer. Everything's great. We're just going to cut down the, the episode schedule just a little bit. Episodes, new episodes coming out on Monday. I'm pretty sure we covered it all. Beyond that, I, I don't have much else to say. Oh, uh, I will say, um, if you guys do want to hear stuff for us to talk about, please send us uh, you guys some, know the email. some uh, ideas or references to yep. things or whatever you want yep. the unemployed really. guys podcast at gmail.com we're gonna be talking a lot of things obviously our, our usual movies and sports work summer movie season is in full swing we'll talk about that in a little bit um yeah other than that i think i think i think we're doing we're doing a okay i'll we're say this up okay. i'll say this up the top it's been a little bit since we've talked two things up at the top and then we'll, we'll get on with the show huge shout out to pauline parkhurst and Anthony Carlotta. Oh, yeah. And, well, Anthony didn't make the questions. You made the questions. I apologize. Forget Anthony. I beat him in the Schmodown. He, he, he did. He's irrelevant. He won. It was about time I won. It was. Um, shout out to you and Pauline for the Schmodown. That was Thank a lot you. of fun. Thank I you. I definitely want to do that again. I like our trivia. Yeah. I think we need to separate. We have our trivia, which is kind of a chaotic mess, yeah. but also very fun. Yeah. And I like the Schmodown because also it's not only a show that I love and uh-huh. we watch regularly, all of us, but... It was more structured chaos. Yeah. It actually had to... It was more of a competitive game. And I know it might have not been at times a lot of dead air because I've listened to that episode at times. I'm like, ah, yeah, it's, it's tough to really kind of get a gauge of this via audio. Mm-hmm. But a little tense. It gets a little tense yeah. at the table. Well, and also, uh, I mean, th- there were some questions that we... Pauline and I like had to just rush through. Yeah, because it was a know, last minute thing too. We didn't we didn't yeah. plan it. It was Pauline was in town visiting. She was great. We wanted to. Ha- I I always knew I wanted to have her on the show. Mm-hmm. As did we both did. We wanted to have her because she listens regularly and she's just a great friend of ours. Uh, but the Schmodown thing, the game itself, 
kind of came it late. It came up in conversation like, a night before, yeah. and then we're just like, oh, we, went out and drank, we drank go. that night. Yeah, right. So nothing got done. <laughs> And then I went to work the next day, and I came home, and the game was made ready to go. So yeah, well, yeah we were uh, we we had a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. We had to get through a lot of questions, and we still forgot some questions. Yep. So it was a good. It was we learned. We we had some. There were some highs. I don't want to say lows because that sounds mean. We learned. Let's just say that. That's the best way to put it. There were some highs. There we were highs. Learned. We learned, and we moved on. Moved on. And we'll do it again sometimes. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So I want to say thank you again to Pauline for coming on the show for that, and also just as always. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. If you're listening via Apple, feel free to rate the show, subscribe to the feed, leave comments, all that good stuff. Let's move on. Let's 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 move out of the 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 more formal business. Okay. And let's get to our little rundown today, shall okay. we? Okay. We're talking a lot today. Um, as all uh, one more thing, I'll say too: time codes, because we're going to talk sports today. A good chunk of what we'll be talking about today is sports. We'll get into some fun little banter stories as well. A little movie towards the end, movie news things towards the end, but check those time codes in the description of the episodes. That way, you get a full breakdown. If you don't like the sports stuff, you want to go straight to the movies. The time codes will help you do that, and vice versa. Let's move on. I think everyone gets that. Actually, before we get to sports, actually no, we'll do sports first. I just said we're going to do sports. Okay, first. great. What we have would you like to we have two new champions. We have. Two new champions. Yeah. Not only champions like this year, but champions ever in the history books of champions. Right. The St. Louis Blues. Yes. And the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. Are your new NHL yes. and NBA champions, respectively. Correct. How you feeling? Uh, I mean, I don't like St. Louis as a city, <laughs> but uh, I was I was uh, talking to someone yesterday, and it is so cool to see. A team win a championship, and I don't really care who it is. Yeah, like I don't, I don't like St. Louis. I don't have to like St. Louis, but I can enjoy them winning, mm-hmm. like winning the championship. If it's not against the Blackhawks, then I'm that's even better. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was just really cool to like see them be able to celebrate something that they've never done before. Yes. Or nobody before them has done before on that team. Yeah, I, you know, it, yeah. it's interesting. Uh, full disclosure, for those who have listened to the show before, no, I'm not a huge hockey fan. I'm not a huge basketball fan. I was into the the the, the NHL uh, finals and everything. I was really into the NBA finals this year. And I know why that is, and I'll get to that in a little bit. But oh, I'm very excited, and I thought it was very cool to see two new teams win. Yeah. I was happy for St. Louis because I have family in St. Louis. I know my cousin is going absolutely bananas right now <laughs> down in Florida. He's probably acting like a drunk, belligerent fool, and rightfully so because yeah. his team won. Yeah. My dad is a Blues fan, so I'm happy for him. Right. Um, and just and just great for this. I, I Unlike you, I don't have a grudge towards the city of St. Louis. I actually think it's a very fun city. I got to experience it this past April Long weekend at Bush Stadium, which was a lot of fun, and did some sightseeing. So you only went to Bush Stadium? No, I walked around, walked oh. around the, the city and stuff. Walked okay. to the Arch and everything. It was it's, it's, oh, so you went to the Arch and Bush Stadium? Okay, well, where else are? Where else? I mean, that's my point. No, where else do you go? Now wait a second here, now sweetheart, don't get don't get antsy with me because we've been off the air for two weeks. Off the air, off the <laughs> air. we've been off we've been off the airwaves. We got kicked off. True, is it the most? Is it as? Are there as many things to do in St. Louis as there are in Chicago, There's Six Flags, New guess. York? Mm, kind of. Six not, Flags, St. Louis. Yeah, but I mean, it's not. It's not in, in St. Louis. Oh, good. Okay, so city. that furthers my point. Yeah, but Great America isn't in Millennium Park. 
Well, of course it's not. Well, it should be. Well, no. Went to Great America last no. week. Fun times. Um, that's true. I actually did go to Great America last week, which is part of the reason why we didn't do an episode, <laughs> if we're being honest. Um, you're exactly right. Are there the most things in the world to do? No, but it's a really nice city. I, I enjoy it. I, I've got no beef there. I, I think <laughs> that's great. I think I think you're a little hard on it. No, you don't. I think you get your little panties in a bunch. No. No. A little bit. A little I just, bit. I don't, it, ask... Ask fifty percent of the people. This is a this is a true stat. Okay. Ask fifty percent of the people in St. Louis if they would rather live in St. Louis or somewhere else, and ninety percent of them say somewhere else. I'm not talking about wanting to live there. I'm just saying it's a nice city to visit, and I'm not saying I, I would want to, want to stay there for. I'd want to do a. That's my big vacation every year. But for going there for a one to two day trip, it was absolutely pleasant. Okay. Absolutely pleasant. I just, I mean, it's a very nice opinion you got I, there. I, I'm just trying to stick up for the blues. But my opinion, my opinion, is based on facts that mm-hmm. St. Louis blows. Now, see, that's an opinion, though. When you say that, no, that's a fact. That is ninety percent of the people in St. Louis say they don't what want to be. What is your source on this? I have many sources. Oh, see, that's bullshit. <laughs> many, many that's sources. Such a, that's such a cop-out to be like, I have facts, and then I ask you, well, what are your sources? Who are these people? And you go, just many people. Well, you I got can, a career I can in politics say it's a fact that I am a man, mm-hmm. and you ask, well, how can you be certain? Well, I've seen you naked. I'm not so sure and about I that. say, I am a man, and that is a fact. And that's a fact. You're a man like Mrs. Doubtfire was a woman. Riddle me that. I, I can't. Jim Carrey. Uh, it sounds like Muncie after he hit his home run. Yeah, if, you, yeah, if you want to show me the ball, go get it out of the the river, the river, the river, out of the pond over there. You know that uh, you know that uh, that river over there, that little that little koi pond over there. Yeah, I I have no beef with the city of St. Louis. I just want to put that on record. No, that's great. I there are I some do, pretty cool thing, but, things to do though. You got you got Bush Stadium, the arch are some really cool. The uh, the Science Center is great. There's some there's some cool things. That's three okay. things. The zoo is cool too, man. The zoo's pretty dope. Oh, I will give you the zoo. The zoo it is cool and it's free. Nice zoo. It and nice it's free. Zoo. But so is Lincoln Have you Park. been to San Diego Zoo though? I'm not allowed. That's a dope. Zoo. I'm not allowed to go to the West Coast. Okay. I've just never been. That's the only reason why. And that's why you're not allowed. Yeah, I've just never been. Okay. I want to go though. I really do. It's a. I mean, if you want to go to a beautiful state, Colorado. Yeah. I've been to Colorado and before. California. That's the furthest. And that's the furthest west I've ever been in my life is Colorado, oh, Colorado? Breckenridge. Yeah. Went oh, yeah, about nice. a year and a half ago to go skiing. Nice. It was fun. Yeah. My parents, my mom, that side of my family mm-hmm. loves it. My brother yeah. loves it. Um, I enjoyed it. Fun skiing. I'd go skiing for like a day, and then Breckenridge is just such a beautiful place. Yeah. I would go to ski for a day, do some sightseeing. And some surprisingly sneaky good food. Oh, really? Good food. Every time I travel now, I feel like I'm becoming more of like a foodie. Yeah, you gotta so to get speak. the food. You gotta get the local food. You know what has uh, good food? St. Louis has Emo's Pizza. Shout out to Emo's Pizza. Have you ever had Emo's Pizza before? Uh, n- no, it's not, not. It's nowhere near as good as, not, as what we got in Chicago. Nowhere near as good. But it is good. Not unless you're talking about uh, the my couple goth friends that made me pizza. When I was in high school. Do you get it? Emo. If I if pizza. I could, I would take that Dos Equis that I gave you away from you. <laughs> you put a lime in it for I me. I did. That Cheers. The St. Louis. 
<laughs> I gotcha. No, they're fine. Uh, yeah, that's for the St. Louis is not fun, and it sucks. Okay, great. Uh, I've gone that's to a Blues opinion. game before. Me actually. too. That's the only NHL game I've ever been uh, to in my life. And the stadium game. is a tragic disaster. I don't remember. I went when I was funny enough. I've been to. The, it was the Scott Trade Center at one point in time. Now it's yeah. got a new name. I don't know what it is. I've I went there the first time ever for a Blues game. They played the Buffalo Sabers, and I believe they lost. And then I went there a second time for a WWE house show. Ooh. And that same day, I met my favorite superstar, The Miz. Really? Mm-hmm. Waited in line like an hour and a half to meet The Miz. It's called the Enterprise Center. Yes, that's what it is. Um, yeah, so I've only been... I've only been Located to... on Clark Avenue. Is, is that really what it is? Yeah. That's fun. Um, oh, my brother's calling me right now. Okay. Should, no. I, should, no. I, should no. I pick him up and no. put him on the show? Uh, yeah, what, yeah. Hold on a second. Oh. Hey, what's up, Steven? Hi. Hey, well, just so you know. Welcome to the Unemployed Guys Podcast. What's up, buddy? Welcome to the Unemployed Guys Podcast. You're on the show. For caller, what's your name? Oh, sweet. Steven. Call, okay, good. Thank you for remembering your name. Okay, uh, and uh, what question do you have for us today, Steven? Uh, what'd you think of that uh, basketball game? Um, I thought it was great. Thanks for calling. Great. Okay, and that was Steven. Great topic. Great topic. Uh, change, though. <laughs> uh, when, <laughs> what did you think about the basketball? The so final. So, once again, congrats, congrats. St. Louis is great. Congrats to the Blues. Sure. Yeah. We'll move on. I we'll mean, yeah. On. The, I, and we have to answer Steven's question because he called in. Right. He called into the show. I, but I will say, yes, It was. it's really cool to see a team that's 100%. never won before. All jokes win. aside, yeah, all razzing aside, I think yeah. we're both saying it's cool that they won. Yeah. Awesome. I would, have ra- I would have rather had the Bruins win only because it wasn't St. Louis. Yeah. But it was really cool for them to win. I'm, it was I'm cool, cool to see. Also, side note, I loved all the back and forth. Oh, my. Just keep getting it. All right. Well, what's your name? Hi, caller. We just had Stephen call. Would you like to, what's your name? Hi, I'm Tom Souls, and I go both ways. Hey! He's back. That's improv. Uh, real quick, what I want to say about the Blues was I love the back and forth between John Krasinski and Jenna Fisher on Twitter. Yeah. Absolutely hilarious. Yep. And the the last... Way, when they brought Roy into it yeah. was terrific. It was the best. It was great. Great banter. Moving on from hockey to basketball, not only are the Blues new champions, the Toronto Raptors for the first time ever... Our NBA champions. True. How are we feeling about that? Um, once again, I think their fans are shit. Um, we'll talk about that. In okay, a good. Bit. We'll talk about uh, that in a bit. But it's also again cool to see a team that's never won win before. Um, even though they blew up their in like their entire team to get where they are, except for uh, Kyle Lowry, kept him, and he he she showed up tonight. He could have won the game last night, but he blew it. The other night, yeah. Um, but I think it got... He bricked that one. That well, I believe it got tipped. Mm. So it actually got blocked. Kind of like the double so bad. Not as bad. But not Because as they good. still won. True. In the end. True. Cody Parkey has lost. And the Bears good. released the kicker who's last... Nick Blewett, I think was his name yeah. or whatever. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone. So, R.I.P. Uh, they had you two kickers left, show. though, that did make 40-yarders today or yesterday. Well, they I need believe. to get two more yards so. to hit to get to the parky standard. Sure. That's true. So, I feel like Matt Nagy is purposely like making kickers, before they do anything else this, like, this preseason, he's like putting down the ball and like, 
kick a 42-yard field goal right now, and then you can continue on with your preseason. Yep. Which I kind of love. I do too. I don't know if he's actually doing that, but I kind of hope he is. I, yeah, I hope let's, so. let's get back to, ba- uh, to baseball, though. And by baseball, I mean basketball. <laughs> okay. Um, with bas- with b-ball, so as I said earlier, I'm not a huge hockey fan or basketball fan. I was very, oddly enough, invested in this NBA Finals for the first time really ever. Um, because... I loved, we talked about this on, on a prior episode, I loved all the stupid drama with Drake. It was mm-hmm. hilarious. I loved it. It was, it was so funny. I actually, I think really in a kind of getting more people to listen sense, it was great for business. Yeah. Because you have people like me, and I'm not even a Drake fan at that. I, right. I, I think his music is just whatever. But I thought it was just so funny to see this celebrity who's not even playing in the games, no. yet being so involved, trash talking with the players, you know, he, coaching uh, the players. Coaching the players. <laughs> he, he gave Nick Nurse the like shoulder bump or whatever that sparked yeah. a bunch of controversy. So that alone, it kind of got me to tune in. And I, in that regard, I think it was great for NBA Finals ratings because people were tuning in like me to be like, "What the hell is Drake gonna do tonight?" Yeah. And then along the way, you actually got to watch some really good basketball. Yeah. So it was just kind of a win-win. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed the finals overall. I was pulling for the Raptors. Okay. I got nothing against Golden State. I don't have really a huge dog in the fight. Right. I knew Toronto had never won before, so I kind of wanted to see someone win. Yeah. It's also kind of fun to dethrone the the champs. Yeah. So that's always kind of a fun storyline. But yeah, I mean, I, again, I didn't have a huge investment in it, but I was glad I watched. It was very entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think had Golden State won Game 6, mm-hmm. Game 7 was going to get real interesting. However... Clay Thompson went down, right. which then would have kind of thrown a whole, you know, wrench into the game seven kind of plot. So it would have been threw a wrench into game six plot. Yeah, really, the, so. the tables did turn. But still, give credit to the Golden State Warriors. I mean, they came back and they were battling. I mean, they oh, were yeah. not going down quietly. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, and Steph Curry, they even even for someone who's not super knowledgeable of basketball, even I know, I mean, he's one of the greats. I mean, the dude can just play ball, and it's awesome. Yeah, he's um, okay. And, uh, okay, well, relax. Uh, um, I think I have many issues with Seth Yeah, give, give me some stats. Give me some stats about the game tonight and talk talk a little bit more actually in depth Well, instead of me just kind of uh, surfacing a bit. First and foremost, I think Steph Curry uh, turns the ball over way too much or he has he, 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 he has these passes that don't really make any sense or he just turns the ball over. Um, he only had three tonight but their uh, game Tom, last game, game five was it? Game five. Where Curry, it looked like he had like six turnovers. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many he had specifically, but he gets a little loosey goosey sometimes. Yeah, he don't does. we all? And I just don't think somebody that should be leading a franchise should not be taking care of the ball like he does. Yeah, he can make shots and that and, and hit them at a high rate, but that's only gonna get you so far. I mean, you saw he just missed the last one to put them up. Would have, would have would have basically won him the game. Yep. Um, there was also left. another stat that he's like oh for twenty on last second shots to win the game or something like that. So that kind of throws a. Uh, they were saying over ten. The announcers like were saying that he is incredible at free throws. Yeah, he is. He went fifty four for fifty seven in the playoffs. I think. Easiest shot in basketball to make, right? No. No, absolutely not. There's a, this so. thing called the dunk that is usually a 100%. Yeah, but you have to put rate. a lot more effort into a dunk than you do a free throw. 
Yeah, but in my the the free throw is not an easy shot. It really isn't. No, for people like him, yeah, absolutely. Sometimes because if you look at the kind of yes, the pressures will get to you of a free yeah. throw, but in terms of the actual, um, let's say, what's the word I'm looking for? Maybe easy easiness. Yeah, there's no one around you. You just gotta bop bop bop, put it in, swish, go to the bank. If Bank's it was open. so easy, there would be more players shooting at least ninety percent. I'm but shooting 90%. There, uh, there's so many players that are shooting under like 70%. Oh, well, that's no good. And that's not good. Shaq Diesel. Shaq is a monster. Oh, he was also Kazam. You're, um, you're a monster. You're a monster. I'm not a monster. You are. So, yeah, I, I mean, again, do you, do you have anything else in terms of tonight? I mean, I thought I thought um, game six was overall very entertaining. Yep, yeah, actually, it was fun that I was back at the Oracle, last game ever there for Golden State and their fans. This is actually one of the best NBA finals I've I, ever Again, seen. I, I was really um, into it. Only I was because, really into it. Only because you did have the underdogs, which... Uh, but they weren't even underdogs because they still had they still had three players that at one time were all stars mm-hmm. in uh, Gasol, Lowry, Kawhi. Yeah, I loved. I kind of really liked also and too. Serge wasn't Serge Ibaka an all star at one point too. I liked that yeah, it was a little bit different changing sure of the guard in terms of just you know I I got no beef. I know at one point in time it was easy to hate LeBron, but yeah. you know for a while it always seemed it was LeBron versus the Warriors. You know, right. So it was kind of yeah. nice for that to be. It's just something new, you know. It's something yeah. fresh. And I, I commend the NBA for making this. Not that they made this one of the best finals, mm-hmm. but to make a noteworthy finals without LeBron in it is a good step for the NBA. That's because he's not going to be around forever. True. Nor does anybody want him to be around forever. But it's nice to see him not there, only because. He's beat the Bulls. So well, many also times. he was too busy to be there because at about a week ago or so Taco he Tuesday. was at Taco Tuesday. I, I loved reading those comments because like people like took uh, screenshots of his face like and zoomed in super yeah. close and his eyes were just wide and he looked deranged. <laughs> and it was like the comments reading like this is what happens when this man doesn't make the playoffs. Yeah, someone help LeBron <laughs> get him back to the playoffs asap. Great commentary by those on Instagram and Twitter. Um, yeah. I, overall, again, I I don't have the the secret recipe as to why I was more engaged in this finals than any other finals before. Yeah, I just was. I I yeah. even you know I I, I made a, a conscious effort to tune into these games and see the the conclusion of it all because it was really really entertaining. I think there was something kind of fun and lovable lovable about both teams. Golden State, oddly enough, became the underdogs, which is kind of interesting. Um, obviously, KD, you know, that whole storyline yeah, was, re- was really, really, really important to follow. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. But before we get there... Uh, here's another yeah. stat. Uh, Go ahead. Golden State was 21 for 30 from the free throw line, which is a total of 70%. That's not going to win you games at all. Not even close. Especially when your opponent shoots 23 for 29 at a 79% clip. Yep. Um from the three-point line in this specific game, in game six, uh, Toronto was shooting 39% from the three-point line, and Golden State shot 35. Okay. So those are your big those are your big money makers for Golden State, and it just they just didn't hit shots. I was saying this earlier. Um, there's a lot of people I think in the 
this series. A lot of likable personalities. I think that also is something that this mm-hmm. finals had going for it as well. I like both coaches, Nick Nurse, Steve Kerr. I really like Steve Kerr. Seems like a really good dude. Yeah. Good attitude. Yeah. Smart. Obviously, he has the uh, the hardware to prove it. Yep. He's a championship pedigree guy. Yep. I like Kawhi Leonard. Just kind of comes in and gets his business done. Mm-hmm. I got no issues with Steph Curry. One guy I don't like. <laughs> One guy I don't like. Draymond Green. Yep. Don't like him. Correct. Don't like him. You don't. I. I mean. I don't. And, I, and I'm in. You. I'm in the. I'm in the majority on this one. Correct. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He just. He's he just, has the most punchable face in the NBA. It's not even that. He just is kind of a whiny bitch. Yeah, but he's, like he's always complaining about something. I assume it's kind of like Bryce Harper. Yeah. Bryce Harper just complains all the time because he's Bryce Harper. I don't know. If Dra- again, no. I don't know. Not my thing. Is Draymond Green like a? He's like an upper echelon yeah. kind of player. I mean, he's an all-star. Yeah. Okay. All-star, I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I don't know if. Bryce Harper is like this, but I assume Draymond Green is the greatest teammate you'll ever have because everybody else hates him, yeah. but you love him and you want him on your team. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Bryce Harper. I assume nobody wants him there, but in that's Philly, yeah, I have a feeling they want except him for the Philly. fans. The fans do. I don't know. Sometimes I don't know if the fans want him there. I think I think his teammates are very happy he's there. Um, yeah, I, I, again, I don't I don't know much. I, I'm just going off this this finals series alone. I'm not going to pretend I watch all the games yeah. in the regular season or even in the earlier playoff games. But what I watched in the finals, Draymond Green just kind of seems like the worst. Well, you know who else was extremely hated around the league, and nobody liked him but his teammates was a guy named Dennis Rodman. Who also put up rebound numbers mm-hmm. like a madman. Yeah. Tonight, Draymond Green scored 11 points, had 13 assists, which was the most on his team by five. Steph Curry had seven. And he also had 19 rebounds, which was 14 more than the next person. So when you give me those stats right there, I must say, I think it proves your point right. That is a that's a team. Those are team player stats. Yeah, absolutely. That's point, all he does. His points are his points aren't anything spectacular. No. But with assists and rebounds, mm-hmm. he's uh, he he's like this. He he's the eighth inning setup man. It sounds like to me. Yeah, I so. mean, it, granted, he did have eight turnovers tonight. So that's a uh, that's a part of it. Speaking of setup man, he plays for the Tigers. So uh-huh. it makes sense. Uh, but yeah, you uh, yeah, it's just. I mean, he had a triple double. He can't ask more from. No, from him. Yeah, as again, a teammate. I, I don't want to. I don't want to cast too much shade, as the kids no. say. But he just kind of, he just kind of, he just, he just kind of, he's always complaining. It'll, it'll always fall with Steph Curry on that team because he was the face of the franchise before Kevin Durant came. He mm-hmm. still probably is, um, but he kind of was playing second fiddle until Kevin Durant went out. Yeah, and then he started to heat up a little bit, but. If he doesn't play well and goes three for eleven from the three point line, they're not gonna win. Yeah, that's just how it is. Unless Clay Thompson stays in and you know scores forty five. Yeah, that, that, that was tough to watch. It yeah. really, I mean, you know, the whole KD thing again, and we will get to that in just a second. The whole injury and how the fans kind of reacted in Toronto was it cool? Was it not cool? It's kind of a big debate right now in sports. It was that that was that sucked to watch KD go down because he was really putting his career on the line in right. an attempt to win for his team and his city. Um, the Clay Thompson one sucked a lot of ass, too, because now, you know, you got two big guys going down. And then, I mean, again, I already felt like going into this, 
in my opinion, at least, the Golden State was the underdogs. And then they lose not only KD, which was, you know, was, was he going to play at all? Who knows? But then you lose Clay Thompson. Mm-hmm. It just felt, I, that really kind of felt like the straw that broke the camel's back, yeah. so to speak. And it no. just, it, but to, again, to Gold State's credit, they kept fighting. Yeah. I mean, this game went down to the final nine seconds, you know. I mean, they still had another all-star center on their team with mm-hmm. them um, in DeMarcus Cousins. But he, you know, he's been uh, kind of, He's been injured this yeah. year also, um, so he didn't get a full season with him. Uh, I mean, he only played 19 minutes tonight. So, But yeah, it sucks when one team wins mm-hmm. only because the other team literally doesn't have anybody else. Because you don't want to, I mean, you want to win. Yeah. You, you really do want to win. And I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to think in my mind right now, if the Bears go to the Super Bowl, let's say, and they're mm-hmm. playing the New England Patriots... And Tom Brady goes down in the first quarter, mm-hmm. and they have to bring in some backup. Who I'm sure, knowing the Patriot system, would still be elite because yeah. they're just they're always so prepared. And if the Bears won the Super Bowl, obviously I'd be so excited and right. so pumped up. But at the same time, in my mind, I'd be like, damn, like it it it's still a win, no doubt about it. It's still a win. It just doesn't feel like such an <clears throat> win because no. the Patriots didn't have their guy. But, and that's kind of what happened a little bit in the case of Toronto going up against Golden State. But then also to Toronto's credit and to Golden State's credit, they still Golden State had a plethora of guys on that team that were still making moves happen. And like I said, they didn't quit and they didn't just roll over. I mean, this game went down to the final seconds, yep. which is really commendable considering that they were pretty banged up. Uh, I was talking, I was actually watching some friends text and stuff. Um, somebody mentioned that does anybody else feel like this game is or this this playoff series or this championship win is going to have an asterisk asterisk by it just denoting uh yeah you might have won but you didn't beat our full team mm-hmm. type of feel yeah. to it but this happens all the time yeah I, I, that's seasons. not fair to say that a, no. a win is a win it's just you you will think that in your mind yeah but it's 100 percent a valid but and i know legitimate win. i know for a fact the patriots have won super bowls because there were people injured on the other team yeah. that couldn't play yep and so you can't just you can't just throw them i mean out. golden states won championships and there's been people injured on the other side also so injuries not, injuries have been and always will be a part of sports. Yeah, absolutely. Till till the end of time. And so, and sometimes State, it's a, it's a matter of luck. Yeah, you know. If you're a Golden State fan and you're angry, don't be. No, there's no reason to be. You've been to the championship five, and they were very gracious in, in defeat. You know, yeah. I thought the team was. I thought Steve yeah. Kerr was. I thought the fans were. And let's take that topic of the fans and let's transition that into kind of a really big overall storyline right now in the world of sports and that is the game when KD came back game five in Toronto comes back I think plays the uh plays through the first and scores I think put up 11 points I want to say something like that yeah I'll have to check it goes down right uh pretty much right after yeah and initially when he goes down people are kind of like ah crap he's down this isn't good he doesn't look good. He goes down right away and, and immediately signals for teammates, doctors, coaches, whatever. To, he gets off, gets off the court. When that happens, it's it, I'm not going to say it appears. It sounded like and it looked like Toronto fans were clapping that he was off. Now, 
the big here's the big question right now. Do you think, or the question amongst fans and sports fans, I guess, would be, were they clapping because it's a thank God Kevin Durant is no, he's officially done. We got this. Or was it an immediate sign of respect, him putting his body and his career on the line in an attempt to win a championship for his city and his team? Um, what say you? Not that one. You think it was? It was an absolute uh, fu disgrace to watch them uh, cheer after he got injured. And the only reason I say that, there's a clear view on one of the cameras uh, as they're going to a commercial break that a Raptors fan was on the court. He claps and then he smiles and waves. Mm-hmm. That's not uh, that's not kosher to me. I agree. Um, and also, like the the what got me was the reaction from the Raptors players who were also like, "What the fuck are you guys doing? Shut up! Calm down! Yeah, like this guy, this guy just literally got injured tore, for the rest tore of the year. His Achilles for this year and for next year. For the, at the and at the time they didn't the, know, yeah. uh, but I mean now that we do know, it was his Achilles and he's done for this year, and they're saying he's done for all of next year. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll wait yeah, to see I what happens that. there. But yeah, I agree with you 100%. Now, I w- so I think the minute he falls and people saw him fall, they were ecstatic. They were glad he was gone. Yep. They felt like they had it in the bag. And I think you hit the uh, nail right on the head. You can see that one fan who smiles and waves goodbye to him. Yep. What a piece of shit right. fan that guy is. And they say Canadians are nice. I'm not fucking buying that for a second. No, I mean... I I would give anything to see my teams win, but not at the extent of seeing other players get injured and potentially careers being ruined and, you know, surgeries. That's not how I want to win ever. Right. Ever. Right. I will say, though, to the Raptors' credit, after they acted like scumbags, the fans, <laughs> that is, after they acted like scumbags, and, I'm, and obviously we can't say they were all doing it because that's not right, but... You know, it's it's kind of a, if one person does it, it's a guilt by association mm-hmm. thing. To quote my father, that's, I, you know. But after that happened, they were scumbags. After the players for the Raptors said, "Calm down," it then did become very evident that they were clapping him off the off the court. Yeah, of course. As, as, like, as you would oh. do in any as you would do in any sport. Yeah. Oh shoot. Oh, uh, we we look up. bad. We look <laughs> we, bad. We should clap now. Now we should clap. Yeah, I don't think it's a good look. I don't think it's a good look at all. I'm 100% with you. No, I, I think it's it's funny, like, moments like that will turn, like, the the world of basketball fans against one city and then root for the other team, even if they hate that team. Like, people don't like Golden State because of how they've built the team by basically buying Kevin Durant and buying DeMarcus Cousins into their program. Mm-hmm. But as soon as that happened, it was a lot of fun to see people be like, you know what? Fuck Toronto. Let's go Golden State. Yeah. Only because their fans blow. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's not a good look. It's you know we we talk about this a lot on on the show in terms of fandoms and sports. And you know I there is I I am one hundred percent. You could put me to the list of there's nothing wrong at all with being a passionate fan. That you love your team, you want to see your team win. Right. You would do damn near anything to see your team win. This is something that, in my opinion, is a line that you do not cross when someone goes down. 
clearly goes down and, and is in pain and is probably not coming back and you know is not coming back right and to be a jag off and <laughs> wave goodbye to him like he's going off to war you know or whatever like he's you know when will my husband come Literally, back whatever the guy that made the war happen is now sending off like yeah. troops <laughs> it's, it's, it's awful so, it's yeah. awful um you know we talk about like with, with, with the parky situation and with the bears people were pissed off and rightfully so but in, I'm not saying this happened at all with Katie, but when people are sending death threats to peop, uh, the yeah, players right. and the athletes and their families, I mean, I get it's a sport. I get you want to see your team win. But when you cross that line, you're just a fucking piece of shit. You really are. And also... And, you sh- and honestly, we're better off without you not being a fan of anything and just going off into a little hole and leaving the rest of us normal, sane, passionate fans alone. Because you give a bad name... To the rest of us, you I, give you put you put the ass in passionate. Boom. I also assume ninety uh, percent of those people that have the front uh, the side court seats, yeah, right by the the players and all that kind of stuff. They don't give a shit about basketball. No, like, they're only there to make people be on notice TV. them. Yeah, yeah, they're, so, they're gonna be on TV. Uh, and I assume, picture everybody, but I mean, I'm with you a lot. And I assume that guy that we did see was one of those fans I that like was s- only there to drink a beer and then be noticed on TV. Yeah, and he got his moment because you can so even tell, like him. even even Drake, when it happened right away, Drake was like, ah, oh, shit, you know, the one guy who, I don't know his name, but the Raptors fan, the guy who wears the uh, the turban, I don't know, and, and he always wears the Raptors jerseys. I would love to like see his reaction because he's supposed right. to be like the diehard. And again, it's not fair to single out this one loser who waved. It's but, fair, but no, it's fair. It we is, can we it can is, single it is, him. It is it's fair to single out him. It is not fair to in a, in an essence to group the entire uh, fandom of Toronto. But at the same time, you know, it's not a good representation for your team because you know he wasn't the only one. Just no. because the camera caught him, yeah, right. there was thousands upon thousands of people in that stadium. You know, he wasn't the only and one. It, you, it was probably yeah. if I had if I had to if I had to put money on it. It was probably that thing where for 20 seconds you're like, fuck yeah, KD's gone, we got this, he's gone, get him out of here, we'll pack his bags for you, you know? And then they took a second like, oh shit, we probably shouldn't do this kind oh, of TV. Oh, wow, we he should clap injured now. himself. We should clap now. Yeah. And that's not cool, man. It's not cool, you know? I, I don't I don't agree with it. I guess I've never been somebody to like, as soon as somebody gets injured, even, even when Aaron Rodgers got injured, mm-hmm. your reaction was not... Hell yeah, we can win this game now. Yeah, it was more like, oh shit. Yeah, that looked like it and hurt. Obviously, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play coy and and think dumb. You're like, well, you know, if let's say the Rogers thing, for example, mm-hmm. like when Rogers, when Aaron Rodgers got hurt, it, it wasn't ever a thing of like me being like, oh, Aaron's hurt. I'm only gonna be thinking about this now for the rest of the game. You obviously think about it, yeah. no doubt about it. And does your mind go to thing like, well, Aaron Rodgers is not out of the game. The Bears' chances of winning just increased significantly. Well, yeah, absolutely. And any normal-minded person would think that. And that's yeah. fine to think that. It's when you start going to that extreme of being like, he's gone. Hell yeah, now we got this. Rooting and actively rooting for players to get hurt is not the way to be. People forget that it is a game. Mm-hmm. And that also it also doesn't help that when people put money on games and bet, that they have a like a livelihood into what happens, and when you're boozing a bit, doesn't help out. The booze don't help from time to time. So that's all. That's Toronto true. fans, congratulations! It's awesome. Next season, be better. Be better. Be better. That's just, all. Just be better. Um, but 
Yeah. yeah. Again, they've never been there before, so they don't know what they don't. They don't know how like. to be. Yeah. Next time they'll know we shouldn't do that, and it, you know they'll. I'm sure next time they'll act accordingly and they'll redeem themselves, and we'll be able to put this under you know water under the bridge. There were high times, on. and we learned. And we learned. And we moved on. And we moved on. One more question about basketball for you, then we'll move on to something else. There was some talk after Game Six, some big contracts to be determined. Obviously, KD, I heard, was one of them. Yeah. Where was he going to go? But obviously, he's going to be on the shelf now for a bit. KD stays with Golden State, you think? Mm. And then my big question is, the finals MVP, Kawhi Leonard, where does he go? Or does he stay with Toronto? Yeah, that's that, those are... And it's, a, it's a shit question to ask right way after too they early. just won. Yeah, it's way too early. I know, early even know. Uh, Doris... Um, yeah, Burke. Doris Burke. I said Doris Roberts. That Doris was the, Day. That was the mom on Everybody Loves Raymond. Uh, Doris Burke, correct? Yes. Uh, she asked Melisandre. him. Melisandre. Melisandre. Who knows? She asked him, and he was just kind of like, I want to celebrate my team, my family, my fans, yep. the city. I'll worry about the rest Which later. Which is always what he is. Just straightforward. And that's totally a fair response. And I mean, he literally won the finals six minutes prior, and now he's getting asked about, so what's in store for next season? Yep. Like, give me a fucking second to breathe. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, dude. Uh, do you, so do you have an uh, just, uh, I know put you on the spot any idea a bold prediction I mean there's where always, Kawhi ends up where he stays who knows always the prediction of the Lakers uh, only because LeBron is there um, they have enough money for a big contract or a second uh, Mac contract um, Knicks New York Knicks have two Max contracts available um, but they were going to go for Kyrie Irving, but it looks like Kyrie is going to the Brooklyn Nets in just speculation and him basically saying, yeah, I want to be a Brooklyn Net. Yep. Um, the Cubs lost. Great. 6-3. <laughs> a regular sports center. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be a really interesting offseason. There are some huge names with their contracts up, and... I still feel like there's a really good chance that Kevin stays with the Warriors, only because they do have a core. I know Clay Thompson's contract is coming to an end also. Um, I assume if they are smart, they offer him the max contract, because each team gets two. Um, and Steph has one. Uh, so it's it's a crapshoot right yeah. now. It's really to tell. I was just curious. No, yeah. Again, this is to someone who's very blind on the whole situation, so I was just I was I mean, curious your thoughts. What I would like is Kawhi comes to Chicago. That'd be cool. And also Kevin Durant comes also to Chicago. Also Aaron Gray. And who? Carlos Buza. Yeah. I I know who Aaron Gray is, but why would you ever mention that name? Well, because I want all the old bulls to come back from when I was well, like in the seventh grade. God. Joakim Noah. No, anybody but Carlos Buza. If anybody knows me, they know I hate Carlos Boozer. Drew like, Gooden? I think he works hard. Ben Gordon? Yeah, Ben was pretty cool. Ben Wallace? <laughs> Kirk Hyman? I mean, yeah. Ben Wallace did his thing for that one, two years with Detroit. Great. Uh, Kirk, <laughs> Captain Kirk, yeah. Captain Kirk. When Bring I young, Captain Kirk back. When I was man. younger, my dad said I looked a lot like Kirk Heinrich. With black hair? I don't know if you'd, you'd have to ask him. Huh. I don't know. Speaking of... As a baby? 
because that no, only like when sense. I was like first second grade. Oh, so yeah, as a like, baby. Yeah, I mean, I was <laughs> I wasn't like sixteen. Is like you look like Captain Kirk. I was like um, first or second grade. Speaking of my father, real quick. Yeah. One of our longest beefs on this show, one of the biggest storylines or bits we have, is that you're going to fight my dad. Oh right yeah. Now. I believe once he turns sixty. Yes. This November. Yeah. Happy early birthday, Dad. Okay. Uh, he'll he be, will be 31, 31 years. years older than you. Correct. Did you see on Twitter right now? Yes. That there's a 31 years older fighting challenge because earlier this week, Justin Bieber challenged Tom Cruise to an octagon MMA fight. Which is just fantastic. I think it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> there's no way that this isn't a, a publicity stunt, right? No way at all. Well, also, I mean... It, Bieber has come out and said uh, that he was just joking. He was joking. I would imagine so. I, and he's like, and I don't he, imagine he actually has any sort of hatred for Tom Cruise. No. I, I mean, don't I don't think, think so. the movie Risky Business is all that great either, but still, I'm not going to challenge the man to a fight over it. Uh, he also went on to say it was just a random tweet. I do that stuff sometimes. I think he would probably whoop my ass in a fight. He's got that dad strength. That is the appropriate response, Justin. Elizabeth Hurley, 53, sizzles in hot pink bikini. I'm sorry, I'm just reading TMZ now. Okay, please get off your search history and get back to the sorry. show. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, but did you see then? So, uh, that that was obviously the big story. Yeah. Uh, Justin Bieber challenges Tom Cruise to a fight. As we all expected, it. at least I did, at least this was a joke. He was just being a goofball, a regular goof, and they're never going to fight. But it was funny because Conor McGregor was like he said he like threw down, he said he would throw down money to back it. Yeah. And Justin Bieber tagged Dana White in the UFC and everything. So people were like, "Oh, it's going to happen." It was never ever 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 going to happen. No. I guarantee you that. No. Tom Cruise is too busy making Mission Impossible 7 and 8. Did you know those are both coming? I think 2020 I've never seen any of them. 2020 and 2021 or 2021 and 2022 but like back to back years. Maybe we should have a Mission Impossible uh, date. Would it would it surprise you to find out that I've only ever seen Mission Impossible three? Oh, and none of the others. Okay, would so, that surprise you? Yeah, it Tom, does. would that surprise you? Absolutely not. Thank you very much. That's Tom. Why? He likes it both ways. You because you know how I am with movies. I I watch them in the weirdest orders ever, which doesn't make sense because you're the movie guy. I know. I know. I can't stand watching a movie that's like four movies down the road. Because yeah. I assume it's the worst. You wouldn't get to Pirates 3 without watching Pirates 1 or 2. Correct. Good not know. not like in a row. But like If you had never yeah. seen a franchise ever, yeah. you wouldn't jump into Pirates 3 before seeing the first one. Correct. And that's respectable. Me, sometimes I'm like, oh, well, so-and-so's in this. Like True Detective. I was like, oh, Colin Farrell and Vince Vaughn are this. Well, I've never seen the first season, but I know I need to see the second season. So, oh. Also, that was a little bit different, too, because that was an anthology series. Correct. But the storylines didn't okay. matter. So that was a that was a rare exception. But I will admit, I'm very bad at seeing movies out of order. Like, I couldn't... I couldn't. I saw I, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull before I ever saw Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think that proves my point. That's, that's just... That's no good. Blasphemy. That's no good. I've still never seen two and three. Need to. Yeah, well, we, we're kind of... We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, we're getting there. Back to this fight. Yeah. Uh, I think... How much would you pay to to be front row 
at w- that fight. I honestly, I wouldn't pay. Are you serious? That, that does that has no interest. Oh, to me. that it, no, it would be the, it, okay if I hypothetically, if yeah. money were no option to me, if it I isn't. Could, if I was oh, so I'm a millionaire in this scenario. Oh, of course you are. I don't care because money's no option to me. I'll pay whatever. And honestly, even then, I'd be like, I could probably find something better to do. Oh, with my I think time it, and money. I, I do, you wouldn't be there for just for the laughs. I think it'd be hilarious. The fight would also end. I'd be willing to bet within a minute to two minutes because I think Tom Cruise would whoop Justin Bieber. Well, now I got to tell you, Tom Cruise is only five seven. Yeah. Justin Bieber has the reach on him. Yeah, but I mean, there's tons of tiny fighters in the UFC. I mean, also weight but classes and everything. Yeah, but yeah, well, Justin Bieber's probably you know, 150, and uh, Tom Cruise it says weighs in at 170. If Tom Cruise got Justin Bieber to the ground, it would be over. He would 100% outmuscle him. It wouldn't even be a question. Bieber might have, Bieber would have the reach, no doubt. I also don't think Bieber has an athletic bone in his body. I think he does. No way. Yeah, huh? No. You haven't seen way. you haven't seen him dance. Holy shit. I saw him get roasted on Comedy got, Central. Well, that yeah, was funny. That's, um, that's yeah, Tom, Tom Cruise is, Tom Cruise is literally uh, crawling on buildings in Dubai and attaching himself to airplanes for the Mission Impossible movies. There's no way that guy loses to Justin Bieber in a fight. Ever. But, but, also, we didn't think, you know, the Raptors would beat the Golden State Warriors. So, like, things happen. How drunk do you think Drake is right now? Oh, actually, I just saw a tweet or something that said Drake is out of his mind. Um, I don't doubt it. it. I don't doubt it. So, yeah, for those of you who are wondering about the um, the Justin Bieber, Tom Cruise battle of the century, it ain't happening. It was a joke by Justin because he is a comedian. So let's move <laughs> on to other things here real quick. Um, I think it'd be hilarious be a great story we got a couple more things and we'll kind of great near fight. the end of this a bit it'll be yeah we'll see we'll see it'll be a great fight uh, i've been i i was taking some when we we obviously we had our little two-week break there we'll call it our little two-week sabbatical i was working <laughs> okay i had some crazy ass work stories these past couple a couple of weeks i uh, i i don't really know where to begin i i have two in i have two and a half in particular yes and I've told you one of them already, but I had another one happen to me today. All right, so I, I'd like to tell... Should I tell them both or just the one that happened today? Well, tell me the one you haven't told. Okay, we'll start there. Yeah. So, I have a very high-end job. It's in the retail business. And we'll leave it at that. I don't want people to come bombard me no, at work. No. I'm far too don't busy. Don't tell them where. Far too busy. Don't tell 100%. them you work at Target on Belmont. Yeah, 100%. We don't anyone we don't, know no. that I'm in the retail game. No. Because they'll just want to sign autographs and right. me to kiss their babies and yeah. sign foreheads. And, and, and then you'll have more stories. And We don't want that. No, no, no. So I work, I just, I work, I work the regular day job as an actor, the mm-hmm. retail life. And um, today I'm working, working at the store, working on the floor. And this gentleman comes up to me, and he, first thing I noticed right away is his outfit, okay? And he's wearing, like, a vest, and he kind of has on, like, guy yoga pants, except they're not tight. They're very loose, like very guy baggy. Fieri? No, 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 just yoga pants for men. Men. Okay, yoga male. pants for men, but they're not tight. They're very baggy. Okay. Like, something that looks very spiritual, Almost oh, like okay. MC Hammer pants, except yogified. Okay, makes sense so far. I'm I'm with you. Great. So he 
comes up to me, and the first thing he asks for is where do we keep our yoga mats? And I point him in the right direction, yeah. and he goes on his way, says thanks, moves on. Mm-hmm. A couple minutes later, he comes back up to me, and he says, hey, I have a question for you. Where do you keep your air mattresses? Mm-hmm. And I say, well, we have a couple over here, we have a couple over here. Mm-hmm. Um, my usually go-to move is like, would you like me to show you? Because right. sometimes it's weird if you're the person that you just walk and show people they don't like that. I always offer like, would you sure. like me to show you where it is in the store? Yeah. And this guy says, absolutely, I have a bad leg and you know I don't want to be walking all over. So point me to the right direction, I'll meet you there. And I'm like, perfect. So tell him where to meet me. I'm there. I'm showing him all the different air mattresses. At first I show him a... A, a twin size mm-hmm. mattress and he said no that's that's too small he's, he's looking for more like a oh, queen okay and i'm like all right so we're looking at this but then the queen was too expensive ah, and yeah. the one thing i've learned working in retail is if people are like torn between two, two different things and mm-hmm. if it comes down to like to a price of like well this one is the one they want but it's 30 dollars cheaper and this one is the one they do want but it's a little bit more money they give you your whole life story about why they can't get the one that's a little bit more expensive but they don't want the one that is more affordable right they give your whole life story and you're literally like just pick an air mattress i've got other shit to do like i have 16 children and i can't afford all of them yeah. so i need this bigger one yeah. so they can pay me the rent for it pretty much yes so the guy essentially then says to me in a way he's like i'm just gonna level with you here right now i'm like okay here we okay. go what, what's he gonna say he says i'm very spiritual and i go okay and he goes i'm very into very much into meditation and uh, spiritual healing and the power of positivity and yada, yada, yada. At this point, I'm already kind of thinking like, all right, now it's all clicking together. Yeah, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the outfit, his, his mindset, maybe wants the air mattress to, you know, meditate on, who knows. And he says to me, he goes, and honestly, I'm doing a lot of meditating on the ground and because I live in a hotel room. And okay. I said, okay, cool. And he says, I want the air mattress to be my, my kind of my meditation zone, my, med- my meditation area. Yeah. And then he said, because to be honest with you, and he just says it's in the middle of the store. I don't want to use my real bed that I sleep on because, in all honesty, all I use that bed for is sex. <laughs> and in that moment, I cracked a grin and I went, okay. And he, and, he, and he said it to me as if I was in on the plan the whole time. Like, yeah. you know, I'm only using that bed for sex. That you're going to come back to my room and have with me. And I was like, well, no, thank you, sir. But oh. maybe next time. Uh... And in that moment, he picked up one of the air mattresses. He said, thank you very much, my brother. He gave me a fist bump. Nice. And he waddled away. Nice. And I turned the corner, and I laughed which, very hard. Uh, quick question. Yes. Uh, which one did he pick? He went with the queen. Spent a little bit more money, but he got a little bit more space. Yes, of course. Which is interesting, though, because if he's just meditating yeah. on the air mattress... Why would the twin not work? Well, maybe he's has his partner with him. A little dual meditating. meditating. Because we know that we know that they're damn sure not meditating on the main bed. No, because that, that is used for, for one thing. Yep. Having intercourse. That, yes. He was putting his P in a V or maybe a P on a P, maybe a V on a V. We don't know. Don't we don't care. We don't care. We want him to do whatever he's we ever want him to do what makes him feel good. Spiritual. Or, or guy. <laughs> whatever. Spiritual. Great. So should I tell my other story real quick that I told you the other day? That's really funny, though, that he went with the more <laughs> expensive one, though. Because yeah. he said, this is too expensive. It was a very roundabout way to give me an answer that I did not need. You know all. what he wanted? He just wanted to tell you that from the beginning. Yeah. Hey, where's your yoga mats? Oh, man, I really want to tell this guy. I, I have sex. a lot of sex. <laughs> he was rubbing salt in the wound and being like, is I'm having it? a lot of sex. <laughs> and you know what I did after that shift? I went out and bought an air mattress. 
And now, and now it's I in our living room. Kids and that's where way. this comes from. Okay. I have some kids on the way. Really? Dad, you're going to be a grandpa. You made them that quickly. That's how it works. They're, nine they're, nine the stork, baby. The stork will be delivered tomorrow. <sighs> that's not... how it works. So my other story real quick. Should I do it? My other story that I told you the other day about the elevator. Sure. Do you want oh, to hear yeah. it again or oh, no? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, I want to hear great. it again. So I have a... Uh, I don't want to say the name. Cut my... Oh. Work with. Before I go through yeah, this, go cut my nails for you. Thank you very much. Please do. Don't be a, a gross, <laughs> grossy McGrosser. I have this little kind of just thing about me personally, about me, Luke. I don't. I like to. I think I like to look well groomed. I don't. I don't by any means buy the most fancy clothes or shoes or colognes or anything like that. But I at least like to look presentable. Yeah. I like to keep my fingernails at an appropriate length. Yes. Put. De- deodorant on every day if I have time put a little product in my hair uh-huh. wash my face again not trying to you know win prom king just want to look presentable when I'm at work I don't think that's too much to, 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 to no. strive for no. some people so, don't like it and some people do and yeah. you're somebody that does it's 100% correct so when I first started at the the job I now have I was trained by a gentleman we'll call him we'll call him Ted his name will be Ted so Ted trained me and one of the first things I noticed oh, about Ted, Ted was that his fingernails were the size of Wolverine's claws. It was disgusting. And the problem was, it wasn't just a thing where it's like, ah, I forgot to clip my fingernails, I'll do it tomorrow. As long as I've known Ted, his fingernails have been incredibly long, and it grosses me the hell out. Are they dirty underneath? That's what gets me. I haven't, honestly, I can't look, because if I look, it grosses me out. I just, every now and then I'll take a quick glance and go, yep, Ted's fucking fingernails still hasn't cut them. Good well, God. Good God. So part one of the story is the, the retail store that I work at, we have a main floor where the uh, – oh, I have, to be, I have to be very secretive. That's how it works, Sean. You know how it is. Yeah. Um, I'd hate to, people to find out that you work at Beerhead and VR. I mean, that would be awful. I wouldn't yeah. want that. You well, know, when you say VR, there's like three different VR places. You know, Krypton VR. Oh, I did it again. Oops, I did it again. So my store that I work at has two floors. Target. We have our first floor that has the – where you go shop. You do your shopping. It's all great. It's all good. Shopping in Target. Yeah. I Wonderful. Yes. Second floor is like where the back room is, the stock uh, stock room, break room, offices, all that stuff. So you take an elevator to get to both floors. Right. So I'm going, coming back from lunch or whatever. I'm in the elevator. Door's about three-fourths of the way shut. Now, if you're trying to catch an elevator and you see me on there, what do you do? If I'm trying to catch the elevator... You're trying to catch the elevator. I'm on the elevator. I don't see you yeah. trying to catch the elevator. What do you, Sean, do? Uh, personally, I just wait. Okay. <laughs> That's fair because I, I would honestly probably do that too. I wait for if the you're next just, elevator. If you're not you, though, let's say in this scenario, great improv skills, by the way. You're just so yeah. sharp these days. If, if I'm an asshole, mm-hmm. I usually yell, Hold it! Hold it! Wait! Hold it! Something. You give me some sort of yes. verbal cue, correct? Uh, typically. But okay. usually I just wait. Great. I would honestly do the same thing too as you, but let's pretend you're the asshole in the situation. Elevator is three-fourths of the way closed. I'm on the elevator waiting to go back down to the main floor. All of a sudden, I see a fucking Freddy Krueger paw fingernail <laughs> hit the inside of the elevator, fingernails piercing me in the face. And it's Ted. Not literally, right? They didn't like damn near close. Damn near close. I almost looked like I had some sort of crazy defect. Who knows? So it's Ted. Ted walks in the elevator, and instead of Ted being like, "My bad, man. I should have said something," then I would have been able to be like, "Oh, sorry. I didn't know you were coming." 
I don't say anything because it's kind of weird because like this guy almost lost his hand just so he could get on the elevator. And instead of Ted saying something to lighten the mood, Ted just walks on the elevator and goes, <laughs> and he laughs to himself like a fucking sociopath, like he's Ted Bundy. That's who it is, I'm pretty sure, in all in all actuality. Ooh, who knows? That guy thought he was innocent too the whole time. That's little part one. That that's yeah. just that's the appetizer to, to the main story. To, to prove to my fact that something's going on with Ted, we gotta watch yeah, Ted. Yeah. So end of the day rolls around. A couple hours later, I'm ready to go home. Get on the elevator again. And who's on the elevator with me this time? Not almost getting his hand cut off, but Ted. It's me in the elevator. There's a couple of carts in the middle, and there's Ted on the other side. So the carts are separating us. And on the uh, side where Ted is standing, there's a railing. And on that railing is a sweatshirt. Yes. Ted asks me, like a gentleman, he yeah. says, hey, Luke, is this your sweatshirt? And I go, no, man, that's not mine. And he goes, no, let's see whose it is. Ted then proceeded to pick up the sweatshirt and smell it. And I don't want to give the young lady's name away either. And he goes, hmm, this is Molly's. <laughs> Smells the sweatshirt and goes, hmm, this is Molly's. Now I thought, I thought, I don't want to be judgmental. It's 2019. We shouldn't be judgmental. I mean, now... Unless you're the Raptors fans who are booing for injuries, then yeah. be, we can be as now judgmental as we want. More time to be um, judgmental, I think. I think to myself, okay, well, maybe Ted and Molly are good friends. But then I think, there's no way. Ted is kind of the outcast of the store. Molly's like one of the younger girls who works at the store. She's in with all the, the cool kids, so to speak. They're loud. They're obnoxious. They're having a good time. There's no way they're friends. But then I think to myself, let's take it even a step further. And let's make sure that Ted is not actually a Ted Bundy. And he was just misunderstood this whole time. And I, myself, have been in the wrong for judging him all this yes. time. So I asked Ted. I said, Ted, uh, how do you know that that's Molly's? And as bland and as blatant as Ted can be, he says, oh, because I smelled it. <laughs> and in that moment, I got off the elevator and I said, this place is fucked. Someone get me an air mattress. Stat. Uh, Molly is fucked. She might soon not you have skin to, because Ted will be wearing yeah, it. Yeah, you need to look out for her. I will That's be. Need, I will be from, from afar. And I honestly thought, I asked Thomas, like, do I say something? Do I say something? I don't think I do in that situation. Not yet. Not, not until, yet. Not until he kills not, her. Not until Ted comes into work one day caked in blood. Yeah. And her face. And her face. <laughs> not his face. <laughs> then it might be time to be like, you know, about three months ago, I did say something weird that Ted did. Maybe uh, can I, I talk could to management? I have to speak uh, to the manager I have a complaint about, about Ted. Ted, who's dressed in blood and someone else's <laughs> face. Over in sporting goods, <laughs> and he's looking for an air mattress. And he's looking for an air mattress, and I'm and concerned. he asked me over to his house for sex, and I'm concerned. He's got a bad leg, and he's wearing male yoga pants. Someone help! So those those are my those are my crazy work stories that I thought I would share. I got two more topics. Damn, Ted. And then we're gonna then we're gonna cut this episode off. Do you think? You sh I think we should like get Ted on the show. Yeah. I don't want actually Ted anywhere near this apartment. I don't. The guy gives me the willies. No, I don't like him. He's got long-ass fingernails. Cut your fingernails, man. I'm sorry. I know it's like everyone can be who they want to be. Cut your fingernails. It gives me... It does he listen to the out. podcast? I, yeah. if, he he does, if he does, I'm going to have a very awkward day at work on Monday. Hmm. So. Or maybe, maybe, he'll, you'll come in and his fingernails will be cut. And he'll come up to me and apologize for sniffing an innocent woman's sweatshirt and then knowing... That it was her just based off of scent. And then he'll reach into his pocket and pull out Molly's fingers. 
and, like, and give them to you, which also have long fingernails. Or he'll pull off just Molly's hand in general and he say, how about we shake on it? <laughs> we put the past behind us and I have to shake Molly's decapitated hand. Or he pulls out a sweater and says, here, Luke, this is yours. I could smell you. And it's like my tiger's hoodie that I've owned yep. since high school. I'm like, how did you get into my apartment? And then he says, I, oh, don't worry. Tom and Sean let me in. And then he pulls out your heads. Yep. And he goes, don't worry, Luke. The gang's all here. <laughs> and then the elevator lights go out. And I'm never heard from again. No, directed Ted by, is never heard from again. Directed by Stephen King. You live. And then he starts killing everybody around you. I have a great idea for See, a, that's what uh, I would do to for people. A, for a Halloween movie I want to tell you about when we're done recording. Okay. Speaking of movies, real quick, I want to play a little game with you. Summer movie season is in full swing. And we'll talk about this maybe on another episode. Maybe on the Monday episode, for that matter. Um, summer movie season so far. Kind of a dud. Kind of a dud. I don't know. And I haven't seen everything, so I can't really speak about it. I'm just going off a lot of reviews and Rotten Tomatoes scores that I've read. But it really seemed that since Endgame came out, other than the exception of movies like... Rocket Man and maybe Detective Pikachu. John Wick, John Wick 3 also got really good reviews. Um, but Aladdin and Godzilla, Secret Life of Pets 2, Ma, The Hustle, uh, just all these other movies just kind of getting very whatever reviews. reason I'm bringing that up is because the new Men in Black comes out this weekend. And it's going to be very And nice. I know you are a huge Men in Black fan. Yeah. The Rotten Tomato reviews are in. Would you like to take a guess? Let yeah. me also preface, preference, pref, preface, pref, preface, preference this preference. as well. No, preface, preface. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who? Preference, Melisandre. What's your preference? What's my preference on what? What I'm going to ask first. I don't know the subject, but the the correct pronunciation is preference. Pref- Let me preface this by saying that's what it F- is. I didn't think about it. That's that what anymore. I just fucking said. No, you didn't say it. Don't worry about it. I got a good brain. Um, <laughs> I got good brain. <laughs> I feel like Simple Jack really from Tropic Thunder. Okay, so <laughs> let me preface. Oh my. <laughs> think of the word preface. That time. No, no, no. I knew that one. I just oh. stumbled. Oh. Let me preface this by saying. <laughs> it still sounds like you're putting an N in there I know, somewhere. I know. I- <laughs> the end is silent. Let me. It's like Django. Let me preface. Let me preface this. <laughs> <laughs> let me. Uh, let me start off this me, conversation by go. saying, okay. I also want to not. I want you to guess not only the Men in Black Rotten Tomato score, but Toy Story Four <laughs> score is also available now. Great. Grammar's really... I was doing so good this episode, too. (laughs) You're so good. And grammar is now just gone. Okay, so what do you think Men in Black International currently holds on Rotten Tomatoes? Um, Let's go with a... 43. Okay. Tom, do you have a a dog in this fight? I'd say 47. Both incorrect. A 26%. Yeah. For Men in Black International. But it's I, getting... You said exactly. People are saying it is the most meh movies yeah. of meh movies. And it just kind of goes to the point again of this summer in general. It's just been kind of lackluster. Well, it, it also goes back to all these movies that are trying to take old ideas and like revamp them mm-hmm. and make them so cool. That's not how it works. Because it's not an original idea. Yeah. And it probably just sucks. Yeah, I, I have to agree. And I think a lot of these movies are trying to do the MCU thing of making a universe 
yeah you know, godzilla yeah. tried to do it, and that didn't really work out all that well um you know not really a summer movie so much came yeah. out early april but hellboy tried to do it now you have yeah. men in black trying to relaunch an already pre-existent franchise not good not good no. so let's move on to something i'll tell you that this i'll tell you right now toy story 4 has a much oh, better yeah, rock tomatoes percentage than the new men in black movie does uh, I mean, do you guys uh care to guess at all what toy story 4 currently stands now keep in mind currently both of these movies could change over time because yeah. they're still men in black maybe not so much because it's got a lot of reviews uh toy story 4 doesn't come out till next friday right so those reviews could change from now until then um i assume those reviews will just get better honestly because yeah. i think i don't think as as opposed to men in black mm-hmm. i don't think anybody can fuck up toy story only because it's just a such a beloved it's it's a it's a property you, you don't you don't you don't take a swing at making another toy story movie yeah unless you know you can knock it out of the park right so that being said Sean, why don't you go ahead first? Give me yeah. your guess. Um, I'm going to think Toy Story 4 is at, at Rotten Tomatoes. On Rotten Tomatoes. Right now, I'm going to go with a 91. 91%? Okay. Yeah. Tom, Tom got a guess for Toy Story 4, Rotten Tomatoes? Say 86. 86 for Tom, 91 for 91. Sean. You're both incorrect. Toy Story 4 currently sits at, with 60 reviews, a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Good for it. I I'll be interested to see when people start look, watching it. And that kind I of am. Thing. I think it'll go down to like a ninety-eight, ninety-nine. I think, then. I think there's always that one jackass yeah, who wants to ruin something that's perfect in the eyes of everybody else, or um, he compares it to the very first Toy Story, or the or second, or like the third, or for the that third, matter. Yeah, honestly, yeah, 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 right. I am so, I, I am one of those people. I'll admit when I heard they're making a fourth one, I was kind of like, eh, why are they mm-hmm. doing it? Because, you know, the the third one ended so great. It was a perfect trilogy. I am so and but when I when I heard they're still making it, I was like, I'm still gonna go see it though. Oh, I, I don't I don't think at any point will this be a bad movie right. by any means. And I was so I was excited just for the fact that it would be another Toy Story, even though that I didn't really feel like we needed one. Hearing all these great uh, reviews, great word of mouth, a lot of buzz. I heard <laughs> good pun. <laughs> that was a good pun. A lot of buzz. I I get it. Do you though? It was a yep. Do you, Ted? I'm. Look at my fingernails. Yeah, they're good. They're fine. You pass. Uh, yeah, I'm just really excited. I'm gonna go see it next Thursday. So if you'd like to come with, come with. If I'm not working, sure. If you're not working, sure. I actually work from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. It's a long day. Sounds like I'm just seeing it alone. Yeah. That's fine. We'll figure it out. We'll get it all together. So yeah, that's it for the movies. We'll talk some more movies on uh, our our episode on Monday. Real quick, one more last topic I want to talk about, and then we're gonna we're gonna peace on out of here. Kind of more uh, a bit more. This would be more of a niche for people who are into theme parks. Oh, I thought you were gonna go somber out there. No, 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 no. Okay, no, good. No, no, no. Niche theme parks. What's one of your favorite? book and movie properties harry potter correct you're doing great so far with your improv much better the second time around well it's not improv you told me we were going to talk about it okay god damn you sean just just go with the bit okay uh harry harry potter and uh well i mean lord of the rings the goblet of fire oh did you put your name in the goblet of fire harry potter just put your name in the goblet of fire potter join me this weekend at Hagrid's magical motorbike adventure. I called them Hagrid's. Yeah, he did. Well, Voldemort's a little bit tipsy. He's had a couple of those sacks. What do you want to talk about? 
And he um, also can't say preface. He also can't say well. A Vold- Voldemort can. Would you like <laughs> to hear him say it? Would love to. I would like to preface this by saying. How come you can say it better now? It's Lord Voldemort. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I am stupid. Voldemort is smart. At Universal Studios, yeah, the Orlando Resort in Orlando. In case you didn't pick up on that, they opened a new ride. It's called Hagrid's Magical Motorbike Adventure. Yeah. I actually watched the video yeah? earlier tonight. Oh, Looks really cool. of the ride of the ride. Awesome. Very fast. It looks very fast, and the ride vehicles look yeah. really cool. It's essentially, it's not like a huge thrill ride roller coaster, but it's long. It's got a lot of track. There's no it's, big drops or loops or anything like that. It just seems, what the, the ride seems to have going for it is that it's simple, it's long, and it's got good theming. Fun I, theming. I, nothing no, nothing super insane. Right. Like, um, probably the rest of Harry Potter, but yeah. some really solid theming, and the music that they play oh, along... Yeah. I mean, it doesn't it's have really to be anything other than what yeah. it is because it is their only roller coaster. Don't like, try to don't try to overcomplicate it. Yeah, really. So what we're getting at with this with the story is this new ride opened this week at Universal Studios. Wait times for this ride are reported. I told you earlier today they were at eight hours. Right. I read an article after I watched the video on YouTube mm-hmm. from CNN that said. Wait times got up to, at one point in time, 10 hours. <laughs> 10 hours to ride this ride. Now, granted, the ride itself is probably about two minutes, two and a half minutes, which is pretty solid for, yeah. for a ride. I mean, you know, yeah. you go on rides like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train at Disney World, you mm-hmm. wait an hour and a half to get on that. It's literally over in 50 seconds. Yeah, I mean, right. so that's something you got to kind of think about when you go on these trips to Universal, Disney, whatever it may be. But still, I cannot think of anything... In this world, I've told you this earlier, I don't care if it is a ride solely based on Pirates of the Caribbean and Armageddon that Vince Vaughn narrates, and at the end of the ride, I get free Detroit Tiger season tickets and a lifetime pass to Chili's. And also get to kiss Vince Vaughn. Well, actually, when it comes to the Chili's part that I mentioned, yeah. I don't need I don't need to smack with Vince Vaughn. I'll just you know buy him a beer. We'll, we'll get drunk and get hopped up together. Okay. Actually, if they, if they did tell me at the end of the ride... I got a free lifetime pass to Chili's. If I had to wait in line for 10 hours, I'd probably do that. I'd probably do that, Take too. the Chili's part out of the equation. Yeah. Everything else I just said, though, I still wouldn't do it. No, I wouldn't either. It's just too much. By the way, I told Tom this the other day. Too much. Um, I think I saw Vince Vaughn at my bar. No way. Yeah. You're an ass. I, I... <laughs> There's no way. There's no fucking way you did. You would have told me that earlier. No, I, I completely forgot. And then when I got home, I'm like, oh, shit. I was going to tell Luke that I may have seen Vince Vaughn. I don't know if it was him, mm-hmm. but it was a tall guy, like 6'5", six five, six and, five. It, and it, looked, sure. it looked like him, and he was with it, what seemed like his dad and like a friend or something, but I know, I looked it up too. I his tried dad? To... It was during a Cubs game. It was during a Cubs game. And his dad is a lot of movies with him. Uh, did you know that? No, I did not. Do you do you remember what his dad looked like? Uh, yeah, he was he was a shorter guy. Did you look at a picture of his dad? No, I can picture of his dad not. right now because his dad's in uh, the breakup, and this is I know really I know far too many facts about my favorite actor. Yeah, so, I mean favorite. he was he was a he was a shorter guy. He was probably only like five ten, and um, I think he was like balding, white hair. Yeah, let me see him. Hold on, let's see here. If this is fucking him. So I went, I, I went to Tom and I said, okay, so I think I might have seen Vince Vaughn tonight. Do I tell Luke or not? And Tom said, no. 
Uh, that's not him. Oh, okay. No, no, no. No, that guy is a lot <laughs> uglier than the guy I saw. <laughs> okay. No. Well, no, we're good there. Okay. So who knows? That was all for nothing. It still could have been Vince Vaughn, though. He just could have been with some it guy looked, who, it wasn't, look, I who wasn't his it looked, like, it looked like him <laughs> when he had his mug shots. That's what it looked like. Yeah, that was a dark time for yeah. everybody. That was a dark time last summer. Like, a little skinnier than what we know Vince Vaughn or good Vince Vaughn to be yeah yeah. we like our Vince Vaughn a little bit a little bit more meat on the bones yeah of course rambling yep. although in Brawl and Cellblock he got pretty cut which is dope I would like to see that still I haven't I think he'd really like it I think I would it's too. not a comedy no, I don't care I don't need comedies there's a lot of bone crushing I'm action I'm not funny I, my improv skills are in the dumpster I've noticed speaking of things I've noticed I think it's time that we wrap this thing up. That's what I've noticed. Back to Haggard's motorbike. Great. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, I would not wait. There's only maybe one or two things in this world that I would wait for for 10 hours. Um, one of them is to... A blumpkin? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and the other would be receiving my paycheck at the end of a night where I worked 10 hours. That's about it. Okay. Um, like, I get pissed off an hour, an hour and a half, two hours into waiting. I can't imagine. So my question can't now, imagine. my follow-up question is with all this. Um, if this is Hagrid's little motorcycle fun ride, right? Well, it's not little. It's Hagrid's, very, yeah. Hagrid is a big man. Hagrid, Hagrid, ha- Hagrid's got some balls, baby. The, okay, yeah. I know. <laughs> He's of... Yes, go ahead. <laughs> if, if this is for Hagrid's little fun motorbike ride, right? What does this mean for Galaxy's Edge? When, when, I don't know. When, when we get to... Because I don't... Th- as, as of now, Disney World... From what I've heard, everything from Disneyland, the Galaxy's Edge opening went fairly smoothly. Because they had reservations. Yeah. As of now, Disney World is not doing reservations. Right. It's just going to kind of be a free-for-all... First come, first serve, get on rides, buy merchandise, go to restaurants, shop, all that stuff. I mean, if this is 10 hours, I, I'm does, gonna, does, does, does anything at Galaxy's Edge surpass 10 hours? I'm going to guess that it will be less waiting times, but also a smaller line in general. That's what I'm going to I'm going to guess the Haggard's Motorbike line itself because you've been to Dueling Dragons, because mm-hmm. that's where it is now. Yeah. So, and that waiting line, it, it it's basically you go through an entire forest yeah. before you get to the building, and then the building has like two levels yeah. of wait time. So, yeah, that could that could be a factor also. But then when you get into the, the Star Wars stuff, I yeah. think they're because we watched the. Did you watch the walkthrough of the Millennium Falcon ride? So I honestly haven't watched a ton of footage. Yeah. I really want because I'm going next summer. Right. I, I really want to be as fresh as I can be. I didn't watch anything from the ride. Right. I saw some footage of the land. The only video I really watched, I watched a couple videos from this channel. I watched Diz Unplugged. They're really great. They do a lot of good content. Um, they did some food reviews. Yeah. And I watched the build your own lightsaber thing which mm-hmm. is the equivalent to building your own wand at Wizarding, Wizarding World or getting your own wand whatever it is yeah. yeah and I really I that was really cool I the only reason I watched those because it cost like $200 to do and right now it's not a huge 
thing on my list of things I need to spend right. $200 on. The whole event itself looks really great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, to answer your question, I really haven't watched a whole lot of footage. So, so the, I'm going, to, I'm going in yeah. pretty, pretty open next summer. So the waiting line in the Millennium Falcon does not seem like it's overly long. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might play into those waiting times. Now you also gotta, now with with the video you saw, was there people waiting in line? Or no, was, so that's the other just, thing. It was an empty queue. Yeah, that's the other thing. It was okay, an empty so that's queue. good. That's the, good to know. The, the guy just took his camera and he just walked through. Walked the line. through, it and there was yeah. no one. In, yeah, because. I'm very curious to see how Disney World is going to do, because as of now they haven't announced reservations mm-hmm. for Galaxy's Edge opening at the end of August, and you know we're nearing about two months of that way. They they easily could mm-hmm. in July at some point. I think, but uh, I, I don't think they're gonna. I have this weird gut feeling that they're just gonna kind of let 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 it be and see what happens. I think also when it I'm comes so to glad that, in that case that I'm not going at yeah. the end of August. I think also when it comes to waiting times, you have to factor in what it is. So the Haggard's motorbike stuff, like. That that's hitting children also, and adults that have mm-hmm. read the books. Yeah, Star Wars is different in that like it's this old, yeah. it's it's all us adults that if I, if it were up to the adults they would not be bringing their children. I disagree. I disagree because I think the movies are so prominent nowadays, and I think as many as many you know thirty, forty, fifty, sixty year old you know fanboys and girls that grew up on the original trilogy that you see at Galaxy's Edge or that you will see at Galaxy's Edge, I think you may not see as many, but you will see a significant amount of younger boys and girls who are growing up with 7, 8, 9, and little girls dressed up as Rey, and little kids walking around in Kylo Ren masks and all things like that. And it's going to be such an immersive experience. And you still have to remember at the end of the day, this is Disney, and they really target families, but in particular, younger children. I think that's kind of their big, you know, thing they try to pull in yeah. viewers and things like that. Um, you know, I, I get what you're saying, I do, mm-hmm. but I think, I think this Star Wars, I think Galaxy's Edge is going to be for everybody. And from everything I've read and from what little footage I have seen, this thing is an incredibly immersive experience. And Better be. I, I really am excited. I hear there's just stormtroopers walking around, like checking on people, and the cast is really into it all. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be interesting to just see it all. I can't wait. That'd be a lot. I can't wait. Another thing that kind of note too with the Hagrid's wait times, you got to keep in mind too. The ride just opened yesterday or today, whenever sure. it happened, so it's very fresh. Mm-hmm. Let's see where these wait times are a week, two weeks, a month from now. Right. If they're still at ten plus hours a month from now, then something's going on. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know. I would be curious to see what like Pandora, the World of Av- Avatars, wait times were when that first opened. All right. But I I'd, I'd be willing to bet almost any amount of money they weren't surpassing ten hours. No. Even when I have a hard time seeing, I don't know. I you know I don't know. I, I was gonna say I have a hard time seeing uh, Galaxy's Edge Smuggler's Run, which is the one ride that'll be opening at Galaxy's Edge. In Disney, um, that surpassing ten hours. But then again, I think Star Wars is a huge property. Yeah, Star Wars is a huge property. It is. Now, to your point, I think that you'll see a lot more, let's say, young adults to kids going to Hogwarts mm-hmm. than you will Star Wars. I still think there'll be tons of kids at Star Wars because, again, it's Disney. That's yeah. just a given. But a lot of people who grew up on the original trilogy. 
they might love Harry Potter, but they don't love it as much as Star Wars. Right. And a lot of kids, you know, for me, example, I grew up on the Harry Potter movies. I didn't grow up on the original trilogy. I grew up on the prequels. Right. You know, I don't want to get into the whole conversation of what do I like more, the prequels or the Harry Potter movies. It'd probably be the Harry Potter movies, but it's a whole different episode to discuss that. So, you know, you'll see a lot more kids, I think, at Harry Potter than you will Star Wars. But make no mistake about it. This is a matter of Harry Potter or Star Wars. The lines, the people, it's going to be insane. Yeah. It's really going to be insane. I was trying to look up, like, the longest wait times of all time. Yeah. Um, and uh, the only things I've come across is up to... I know there was a list that had uh, rock and roller coaster like 270 minutes. Yeah. Um, and the other people have talked about there's a place called or a thing called X. X. X in uh, Disney World. Disney World. Disneyland. Whatever. No, not familiar with just straight up X. I know. Hmm. Anyway, they said it was like six hour wait at one point. Hmm. But I don't know what that is. Yeah, and if we're thinking recently, all I could think of is um, Flights of Passage or Flight of Passage at Pandora at Avatar in Animal Kingdom. That was pretty big. Coaster was 11 hours to ride X-Flight. X-Flight. That's at Great America. Yeah. I don't know. Which I just went on. Well, speaking of wait times, I went to to Great America last week. And those wait times, okay. Not six hours. They honestly, they were the longest... First ride we waited for was Superman. For those of you who've been to Great America up in Gurney, Illinois, and I think we waited for that hour and ten to hour and twenty minutes. Oh god, and then from that's there, easy. And then from there, everything got progressively easier. Yeah. To get through, we got on Batman in like twenty-five to a half hour. V wow. two, we essentially walked on. Mm-hmm. Um, then we, the two longest things I waited for that day were Superman in the beginning, yep. and my my lunch, <laughs> my lunch. And I'm not going to compare Six Flags Great America to Disney. No, it's but not. But holy shit. If anyone from the Six Flags Corporation is listening, which I obviously assume they are, uh, you guys got to fix your, your lunch service. Well, it that's is, how it they is, make their a, money, it's a though. It's fucking mess. No, I'm not. I'm, I understand the theme park prices. I Trust your, me. Your no ticket one, was, what, 35 probably? $37 for entry, and that's because I had a work discount. Uh, my meal itself yeah. was $33, and that was for a chicken sandwich, a water, and a beer. Yeah. Uh, ran me 33 bucks I'm not talking about the, the price trust me no one understands amusement parks theme park prices more than me I get they charge you an arm and a leg that's how they make so much of their profit I'm talking about the actual uh, process to get my food it, it shouldn't take me a half hour to get a chicken sandwich that makes sense yeah oh yeah, yeah. so that, that, that's what I was getting because I made chicken and rice in 12 yeah so and it didn't cost you $33, did it? No, because I paid for it before at the store. Oh, okay. We were going to get Wendy's tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DoorDash is too expensive, too. Yeah, we were going to get two meals, a spicy chicken sandwich combo and a Baconator combo, mm, and it was a total of $33, did mm. I say? Uh, $28? $28. And there, we, there was tax, $4 tax, was, yeah. like a... And a three dollar delivery, delivery. And that wasn't with t- we didn't. That's not with tip. So right, you're looking at a plus thirty dollar meal. Yeah, for just some basic Wendy's. Yeah, but speaking of uh, DoorDash, yes, we should dash on out of this episode right now. I think. Okay. All right. Yeah. I had a lot of fun this episode. I did too. I think uh, for taking a little sabbatical or two week sabbatical, we came back strong. We came in hot. A lot yep. of good opinions. A lot of good conversation. Yes. Broad spectrum. We we talked uh, some champions. 
We talked about how St. Louis is a very good city and you just need to get over it. Yeah. We talked about some movies. We talked about how fans need to be better. We talked about some theme parks. We talked about a lot of things. Um, breaking news. Uh, Clay has torn his ACL. That's Clay what Thompson. The in- yeah, that's what the, that's what wow. the injury was. Damn. So. Damn. That sucks. Because that he's going to be out for the summer. And he might be ready for the beginning of the season, but. That's a quick turnaround. That's a quick turnaround. But we all know that athletes get, yeah, like literally, like sixteen-hour service for their. I haven't injuries. seen anything. Well, we oh. saw. Um, that's not good. Clay Thompson, get better. We don't want to see him get injured. Yeah, especially someone with that that caliber and talent. Yeah, not good at all. Uh, from what I can tell, for I'm gonna quick. Do a quick Tigers talk, and then we will wrap this episode. Okay. Casey Mize, yes, tonight got pulled in the third inning. Yeah, uh, there was a lot of nervous jitters that it could have been something with his elbow, and immediately everyone thinks that uh, word no one likes to hear. Tommy John, apparently though, as now they're just saying it's right uh, shoulder soreness, and I pray to God that's all it is, and they just tell him to take a couple starts off because, good God, the last thing I wanted to hear was that Casey Mize was going to get Tommy John surgery. Because I would have blown a gasket. I mean... And unfortunately for you two, you live with me. So you would have probably had to been my victims. Eh. I'm going to kill you? No, I'd be fine. Because Ted's on his way over. Ted won't kill me. He don't know me. It's true. He'll just wear your skin. Speaking of wearing skin, that's going to do it for this episode. (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening to our show. As always, uh, you can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You can send in questions, comments, concerns... Hotels for uh, Sean to stay at the next time he visits St. Louis to the Unemployed Guys podcast at gmail.com. And uh, again, just a friendly reminder as you heard in the beginning of the episode, starting this Monday, we're going to one episode a week. You can expect episodes dropping every Monday. It's just a uh, it's just a temporary thing right now. We'll pick it back up full time again later in the summer, sometime maybe in August, September. We'll figure it out when the time comes. But uh, yeah, that's how it's going to go. Those are the rules. We make them, and uh, you follow them. You follow them, Ted. And if you see Ted, run. My name is Luke Chaconis. My name is Sean Young. And you've been listening to an episode, a great episode at that, of the Unemployed Guys podcast. And Sean, what should the people and Ted do? Get a job. Great. Thank you. I've missed that. I missed you. Okay. Get your air mattress. I don't want any.